0: All right, our scripture for this morning comes from Matthew chapter 6, verse 12. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. The word of the Lord for the people of the Lord. Praise be to the Lord. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. One of the greatest differences between the old King James translation of the Bible and the newer ones has to do with this line, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Many people grew up with these words, but new translations don't, don't have them as much. They have forgive us our sins or forgive us our debts as we forgive those who have debts against us. A few weeks ago, I, I preached a sermon on on forgiveness and the Apostles' Creed that talked about this translation of, of sin as debt, and especially how in the New Testament, um, sin the word for sin is often um, means means a debt in in Aramaic, it especially does. The same word for sin and, and debt are the same, um, and when you have a debt against someone, it's not a minor thing; it changes. Your relationship to that person, the, the debts to that person, change dramatically, whether they're a small debt or a really enormous debt. If you are, run a company and you have a lot of debt in a, in a not-good-debt time, it changes how you have to run your company, and then when that debt is gone, there's an amazing freedom to it. And I think there's a lot of accuracy to be said for that translation of forgive us our debts um, in, in the Lord's Prayer. But I think there's also something to be said about the old word of trespasses. Forgive us our trespasses. And today, as we look through the Lord's Prayer, I want us to think about that word. Forgive us our trespasses. My friends, in the season of Lent, we are, we're going slowly through the Lord's Prayer. These, these familiar or unfamiliar words are a radical call to seek God's will in this world and to understand that God's vision for ourselves And for those around us, what that looks like. Today, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Unlike a lot of King James words, trespass is a word we still use nowadays, especially with signs on people's yards or golf courses, no trespassing. Um, It's something that that grown-ups understand that kids really don't understand that much, why they can't run through the neighbor's yard all the time. They may ask, why? why can't I do it? We don't know them. What's the worst that can happen? Well, in Texas, there are some bad things that can happen if you run through someone's yard without their permission. They understand, but eventually you get to the point, you understand what a trespass is. So in the Lord's Prayer, when we say, we say forgive us our trespasses. Forgive us those times when we stray into the property of others as we forgive those who stray onto our property. Now, private property is not a major issue in the Bible, um, no matter how many people have tried to read it into the Bible. Familial property is, especially in the Old Testament, the, the land, the holy land is given to a family. It's not given to an individual. It's not for the individual to do whatever they want. The land is actually owed to the generations after them. So there's not much you can do to the land because it was given to them by God. And I don't really think it's super helpful to focus on the property aspect as this fixed thing when we think about trespasses in the Lord's Prayer. Instead, I want us to think about a path that we're on, a journey that we're on. We're all on a path, we're all on a journey, we're all on a road to our future. For for me, I really enjoy going on hikes with my family or even by myself. I love getting out of the house um, whenever I can, I love moments when nothing I see is, is it, the only thing I see is green. There's nothing that's, that's built up at all, and it kind of gives me this peaceful feeling. Oftentimes, I'm working on my sermons, I'm, I'm walk, walking through the green belt in Lakeway or in, in Rough Hollow, and it's lovely. And sometimes, I'm walking through, and someone bumps into my path. <laughs> um, other times, I'm walking through, and I'm listening to a podcast, or I'm, I'm working on my sermon, I don't see anybody, and I bump into them, and our paths, Cross, I, I, I trespass onto their path, or they trespass onto my path. Our lives are like these journeys, sometimes these walks, whether you have a walk around the neighborhood or a walk on a trail, or even just your way back to and from work. Our lives are like a journey. And sometimes we follow the path God has laid out for us perfectly. And sometimes we stray from it. Sometimes we stumble. Sometimes others cause us to stumble. We trip and fall. Or we cause others to trip and fall. And I think this is how... Whenever someone trips you and falls, it's it's really frustrating, especially if it's your own child who trips you and falls and they laugh at you, and it's frustrating to have to get up, figure out how you're going to respond to it. But if if another grown-up runs into you, it's like it's almost more confused, like, why did you do that? Like I understand my seven-year-old doing it to me, but you're, you know, didn't you see I was here? Why would anyone do that? It doesn't make sense. There's this radical thing that Jesus is doing in the Lord's Prayer. When he teaches, forgive us our trespasses, teaches us to pray, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. There's a sense in which mercy is conditional. The mercy we receive is the conditional on the mercy we give. The mercy we receive or give is all conditional on the mercy of God we get from God, the absolute mercy and justification through the blood of Jesus Christ. And yet we cannot expect anything from God if we're not willing to offer mercy ourselves. Mercy to others. Mercy to those who have trespassed against us. Mercy to those who have done that frustrating thing and gotten in our way, who've tripped us up on our path. And, and mercy for those who have gotten in the way of people we love and tripped up their path, maybe even gotten in the way of our children's path and tripped them up. And I think that's one of the hardest Things to do as a a parent is, is to forgive people who hurt your children. I think it is impossible apart from grace. I think there's one sense we should understand the Lord's Prayer as aspirational. We seek to be like this. We seek to forgive like this, especially if we're not there yet. Lord, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lord, forgive us for the times we have strayed from your holy word, from your path, as we forgive others. The language of straying and following often brings us back to the language of shepherds and sheep throughout the Bible. Psalm 23 and the the Lord's Prayer are are the two passages of Scripture I learned as a child. They they go together, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. There are many similarities between them. They're both filled with images. They're both very rhythmic in the way that they're, they're shared. As well, the, the King James Version holds pride of place in many of our imaginations. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He leads me beside the still, clear pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. It's one of the few times you say leadeth um, in, in your life. Righteousness, the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Righteousness is a powerful word in the Bible. It's found Many times throughout, in Hebrew and in Greek. In Hebrew, the word is tzadok, and In Greek, it's dikasunai. And there's a funny thing going on in, in both languages, and that the word for righteousness and the word for justice are the same word. In Hebrew and in Greek, the word for righteousness and the word for justice are the same word. Yet in English, they're very different. If you interchange justice and righteousness, the justice system, the righteousness system, very different systems going on. It's, it's a confusing connotation, but, but in the Bible, it's, it's the same. Leads us to the path of righteousness' sake. Leads us to the path of justice' sake. When we pray the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. I think we should also understand trespasses as those times we have strayed from the path of righteousness, when we have strayed from the path of justice. And God's justice is not these discrete actions we may or may not have done against people in our life? Have we been following along a path of righteousness? Or have we not? Ultimately, the question comes down to our own response to God and our willingness to respond to God. And that is the radical claim of the Lord's Prayer. It's not about other people and what they do and what they don't do. It's not about us looking out and seeing how much better we are than other people. It is first, second, and third about God and us. Lord, forgive As our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. The Father of all creation desires relationship with us. The Father of all creation desires us to seek his kingdom. The Father of all desires us to seek our sustenance in him. When we don't seek it, when we stray from his path, God desires us to return to that path. We need to seek forgiveness in order as a part of how we forgive others. And it's not a one, one-to-one equivalent. If someone has, hasn't trespassed against you, if someone hasn't hurt you or hasn't strayed onto your path or tripped you up, that doesn't mean you're golden. You don't have to forgive anybody this week. Mercy is not a quid pro quo. That is, it doesn't work like I'll forgive your sins so that God will forgive mine. It is about all of us in our journey to seek God's will and our consistent and constant reminder that mercy is a two-way street, and we must give it as much as we seek it. This should be especially apparent to us during the season of Lent. Lent is a season full of prayer. People read devotionals in Lent more than any other time in the year. It's also a season of fasting. Many churches exhort the people to give something up this season to help us grow closer to God. So prayer and fasting, the early church had a third component for Lent to focus on, mercy. Mercy. As as an early church father wrote, Prayer knocks at the door, fasting obtains, and mercy receives. Prayer, mercy, and fasting, these three are one, and they give life to each other. Fasting is the soul of prayer, mercy is the lifeblood of fasting. Let no one try to separate them, they cannot be separated. If you have only one of them or not, altogether you have nothing. So if you pray, you should fast. If you fast, show mercy. If you want your petition to be heard, hear the petition of others. If you do not close your ears to others, you open God's ear to yourself. When you fast, see the fasting of others. If you want God to know that you are hungry, know that another is hungry. If you hope for mercy, show mercy. If you look for kindness, show kindness. If you want to receive, give. If you ask for yourself what you deny to others, your asking is a mockery. Let this be the pattern for all people when they practice mercy. Show mercy to others in the same way, with the same generosity, with the same promptness, as you want mercy shown to you. In this season of Lent, may you hold close to God's path of righteousness. When you pray or you fast, also hold true to mercy. May you hold close to God's path of justice, that you may offer mercy before you seek mercy. May you offer forgiveness before you seek forgiveness. May you give more slack than you get. May you treat others better than they treat you, not because you are great or special, but because God is great and special and holy and offers life to us through Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the amazing gift of mercy. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Let us never be too proud to share mercy. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.